Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. I'm using this song deliberately to get into my next guest. You recognize Eminem, right? No, 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 no. I shouldn't have said it that way because Marshall Mathers is not my guest. <laughs> it just occurred to me that'll confuse people. Brian Grazer is a storyteller. And lucky for us, the man shares them through television and film. You know his work. He's an Oscar winner. His films and TV shows have been nominated, ready for this, 43 Academy Awards, 195 Emmys. His credits include A Beautiful Mind, 24, Apollo 13, Splash, Arrested Development, Empire, This, 8 Mile, Friday Night Lights, American Gangster, and Genius. He's the author of a brand new book. It's called Face to Face, The Art of Human Connection. The author of, as well as the number one New York Times bestseller, A Curious Mind, The Secret to a Bigger Life. Time Magazine said that he's on the list of 100 of the most influential people in the world. He's the co-founder of Imagine Entertainment with longtime partner Ron Howard. How's that for an intro? This is (laughs) Brian Grazer. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me on. I I loved your intro. It was very... 
It was kind and inventive when you had the Eminem song, and that was cool. Right, but why did I do that? Why Why did I want to play "Lose Yourself" from Eight Mile? It, it, the you know the reality is that if if he had been able to walk out of that room with you, we wouldn't have seen it. A hundred percent. That's exactly right. So, um, in the case of this Eminem story in Eight Mile, um, it was along the lines of my curiosity conversations that I've had for almost forty years. Every two weeks, I try to meet someone that's expert or coming up to be expert or committed to a craft that I don't do, which is the media. So I wanted to meet Eminem. I ended up getting him in my office, uh, Jimmy Iovine, got him in. And I, I thought, this guy is incredibly special it was before he really blew up and became gigantic. And I did everything. I used all my human capability. I did my face-to-face, but he unfortunately would not look at me for 20 minutes which felt like hours, and he got up, he said, I'm out. And I was so desperate to have a conversation with him to understand his genius. And he, when he said, I'm out, I said, oh, come on, you could animate. And I don't know why he said that. I'm not trying to be smart about it, but I just wanted a face-to-face connection with Eminem because that – is the best way to understand somebody. It's the best way to feel their heart and understand them. And so he chose, within a millisecond, he could have gone either way to come back. And he came back. We had a face-to-face conversation. He immediately felt more secure uh, or confident. And he told the, his story of his life, which became the foundational architecture of the entire movie, Eight Mile, and you're right, he ended up not only writing it and doing the music, he wins an Oscar, which is unheard of. There's been no rapper in the history of the Academy to ever win an Oscar. There is a professor in San Diego named Gene Twangy who wrote a hell of a book. It's called iGen. And I well, know it. Oh, good. Well, it doesn't surprise I love me. it. Okay, it does not surprise me that you know it because you repeat her mantra that the more connected we are, the more isolated we feel. And that kind of is the groundwork for your book about eye contact being of such importance and personal contact being of such importance in this technologically driven world in which we live. Exactly. And I know what she, she talks about, which is, which is true. I mean, we live in the loneliest generation of all right now with all of the connection that's available to us around the globe and throughout every country through uh, either social media or digital realities. But why is everybody so lonely? Why is the opioid epidemic uh, becoming going is so out of control, which is uh, um, because we don't really sit with people each other with each other any longer. We import food. We've got all the different ways to like import products with absent human connection. But the only way you ever find the love of your life, the only ever way you close the deal on the love of your life or close the deal on raising money, or in my case, I need to do two things. I need to have human connection with people constantly to get smarter, to access feelings, to access what is in somebody's heart. Because only when you access somebody's heart can you actually feel them, and create feelings in the case of cinematic form, movies or television. Because I always say I'm in the feelings business. And that's what 
films do when they're great or television shows like Genius on Einstein, what they do is they access feelings. The only way you can do that is face-to-face. It's the only way possible to do anything that matters, raise the money to pay for American Gangster or, or A Beautiful Mind. It wouldn't have happened unless I could sit in a room with somebody and really plead my case from my heart. And then when they feel that, they're, they're more likely to do it. And all these techniques, I realized I could write about, and they're so varied, and they're in this book, Face-to-Face, The Art of Human Connection. Do you think and that I, the skill set that Brian Grazer admires, the ability to have human connection, can be acquired, can be taught, or is it innate? You must be born with it. No, I wasn't. <laughs> thank you for the question. I wasn't born with it at all. It can be taught. It can absolutely be taught step by step, micro step by micro step. Just like you don't want, well, no one wants to walk into the gym and work out. You do one push-up, it, be, it begets two push-ups. It's really the, exactly the same thing. But there's an absolute way to create human connection through eye contact because I didn't realize that. Um, I was an acutely dyslexic kid and got straight Fs. And I had one person that believed in me, my grandma Sonia. She knew that I was curious, but I wouldn't look at people in the eye because I couldn't read. So therefore, I didn't want to look at people in the eyes, particularly a teacher, because they'd call on me and I wouldn't know the answer. Only when I became in the fifth and then later the sixth grade could I read. And I thought, wow, reading and accessing information now, of course, through smartphones is the perfect companion to help us connect, but not at the same time. What you want to do is you, in the book, it's got all these different stories that do it, but as a principle, you want to learn the most you can about somebody or a subject, and you want to be informed and smart. And then when you meet them, long before you have first contact, you put that phone in your pocket. You you conceal it because you want nothing to fragment that possibility of real connection. Okay, so you say you can acquire. These skills can be taught. Can yes. Can you BS them? In other words... Can someone? I've read the book. I have a pitch I want to make to Brian Grazer. I, if I had you one on one, you're damn right I'd be looking right in your eyes. Do you think you? Do you think you could see through through me if I'm a bullshit artist? Yeah, I, I think I could. You yeah. do. I do. I, I was just talking to somebody uh, that works at Simon Schuster, and we were talking about that. That there was somebody that was really profound. He was pitching something. He was. You know, he's the toast of Aspen, which is this weekend I go to right now. But and he said he was he really wanted to do this particular book to for the for the memory of his friend. And nobody bought the book. No one even made the book because they could tell he was a liar. Right. And so do I think I could tell? I'm I'd say 90 percent sure I could tell if you're bullshitting, because what happens is you're not trying to. By looking at somebody and really being in a flow state with them, and you're not judging every word, and, and I wouldn't be judging your every word. I'm, I'm intuiting or feeling your intentionality. And that's when you, you know, if somebody's intentions are good, then you go with them. And you don't judge every sentence and all that. You might, you, you, you go with that thing, and that's your heart. And, um, and that's why movies, when they're great, they're so great because you're looking at Russell Crowe or Denzel Washington, 
They're act- allowing you to access their heart, and the camera is a magnifier to enable that. And in real life, we don't need the camera. We just look at somebody, and we feel them, and we intuit their energy. And, and it really it, it guides you to everything. It's the Wi-Fi to human connection. What I liked about the book, the book is face-to-face, The Art of Human Connection. Brian Grazer is the author. He's also the author of the number one Times bestseller, A Curious Mind. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive. Then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. What I liked about the book, the book is face-to-face, The Art of Human Connection. Brian Grazer is the author. He's also the author of the number one Times bestseller, A Curious Mind. 
what I like about it is you are a curious dude. Uh, I'm not going to give it all away, but you tell the story of being at Bouchon and there's a guy and he's got a disability, yet he's commanding the attention of the room. You've hung out with, obviously, Ron Howard, but with Bill Gates, presidents, uh, Jimmy Iovine, Eminem. But what you also reveal in the book is that you interact with a lot of random strangers who've got a story to tell or you want to be in their company and be able to converse with them. And I worry that we are becoming, I'm raising our four kids worried that we're becoming a society of shut-ins and that people don't have your curiosity. How do we make people curious about other folks? Well, if you don't have that, um, again, I mean, I'm here talking about my book, but I, I deeply believe in it because I was an F student, and if I can do this, honestly, anyone can do this. Anyone, anyone could do what I've done in my career. I mean, they might not be in the movie business, but this this book has very special principles and stories that are real fun, you know, they're fun, as you stated, um, that give you the direction of how to do that, of whatever business you're in, or or, you know, in, in my case, I really wanted to meet the, my perfect girl, and I did with Veronica. And so it, it works in so many different ways. And, I mean, I, three months ago, I'll give you two quick cases. Three months ago, I had an Uber driver. And the Uber driver was a very big guy. And he was, you know, polite not unto himself. And I, and I said, by the way, do you like, um, do, you, do you do security and stuff at the same time? Because you know that we all have multiple jobs sometimes. And so he said, well, I do. And I said, where are you from? He said, Serbia. So I said, interesting. That made me think about martial arts only because I thought, how does he go about protecting and what's his method? And I'm very interested in martial arts. He said, oh, yes, there's a martial art form that I do that's Russian called Sistema. So I eventually, to make a long story short, I said, would you teach me that? Could I pay you, please? To teach me, and he said he would, and I I had him over my house that next that fourth upcoming Saturday. So <laughs> it, it's just there's so many things that could happen. Even last night, very quickly, I had to give a speech. I was kind of exhausted, and we went to Chinatown here in New York City, and we're in this we're in this restaurant, and our waitress, because I asked her name, her name was Ming, and Ming was from a very tiny town in China, a village in China. There was a village that was a refugee village, essentially. And I asked her some questions about it. I learned quite a bit. I won't share you with the, with the, right now. But she said, who are you? People are saying Brian Grazer's here. <laughs> I didn't know what she was talking about. Um, but she said, um, there's a, people at this table. I said, I'm, I'm just a movie producer and stuff. And because of this little conversation, it, she imparted so much information to me that was really valuable just about the human condition because she worked really, really hard, really efficient, quite young and smart. And my wife and I were just really impressed and uh, I gained quite a bit from it. I promise I'm not giving the whole book away. Just one more inquiry if I can. Yeah. Oh, anything. Yeah. All right. The Putin story. Like, I still don't know what the hell went wrong. Mm. Well... You have to read the book. Right. Uh, I, know, I know you did, but yes. people, if they read the book, they'll get a sense of it. What went wrong on this crazy journey to Moscow and then, for me, ultimately in the, in the Pentagon, Kremlin, rather, in the Kremlin with uh, Dimitri, the number two man in the country? Um, 
I was told that, uh, that, that I could have a curiosity conversation with Putin. And, um, and I was really curious and excited by being able to do that if I could. And, but always I have, I, every one of these curiosity conversations I have, they're with no ambition. So it's really just two people learning about each other's thought process. And, you know, they, I, I'm never going to ask some for a favor or a job or I'm not going to ask for anything. There's no asks involved. And I, the last thing I would ever, ever want to do is say no to President Putin on, on anything. Or I don't want to say no to people. And, and that's, not the, that's, not the, that's not the reason of these meetings. Bottom line is I get into the Kremlin. It's the day before I was to meet the president, and I'm with you know the uh, Dmitry Petrov and these oligarchs and Russian people that got me into this a room, and all of it. And Dmitry was quite kind and open-minded, but however, the people that started this meeting with a bridge said Brian is here because he's so excited about making a movie about our president, and I thought, oh my God, that is not at all what I'm <laughs> wanted to and. And that Brian feels that the Western, the Western propaganda has been unfair and is wrong. I don't want to go through every detail. Right. And I said, I, I, I looked around the room with my eyes and I saw no one is going to save me. And I am not, a, you know, I'm not a fearless person. I was kind of scared. I thought, this is wrong. This is everything is wrong. I'm going to be in a very bad position. And I thought no one is rescuing me. So the guy that was very, he's a six foot four Russian guy, very big wingspan. I grabbed his wrist while he was telling the, Dmitry Petrov, he feels that it's a puppet government in America. You know, <laughs> I was really, I grabbed his wrist and I said, this is absolutely untrue. I do not know this man. I don't know these people here. I mean, it was so crazy. It was a Hitchcockian experience. I said, I don't make movies about um, politics. I, the closest I ever did was Frost Nixon, but I don't make <laughs> political movies. I'm not here to make a beautiful mind, you know, for another subject, you know, true subject. I can't do that. That's not what I'm prepared to do. So Dmitry Petrov and I said, I think this should be, you know, and if you want to come back and do that, great. But I, I, that's not what I wanted to do. So therefore, I never got the full meeting. And to read, know more about, more about it, you read the story. And it shows just how passion can blind you. Um, and it shows, so you read face to face, The Art of Human Connection, and it will tell you every detail of this experience. But I wanted to answer your question. The book is great. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, 
and Judy Woodruff come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.